is pleased to present the Sentinel Report with your host, Alex Newman. Alex has written for a wide array of publications in the United States and abroad. He currently serves as a contributor to Epoch Times and foreign correspondent and senior editor for the New American Magazine. Alex is the author of several books and has been a guest on countless radio and television programs and is a much sought after conference speaker. Alex is best known for his reporting and research that has exposed the dangers and agenda of globalism. As the father of five children, Alex is working to defend faith, family, and freedoms from the hostile philosophies and ideas that are contrary to the Bible and the United States Constitution. And now, here is your host, Alex Newman. Welcome, everybody, to the Sentinel Report. I am your host, Alex Newman. Thanks so much for tuning in on this wonderful day. Today is uh, Wednesday, I believe, November 7th, if I'm not mistaken. November 8th, of course. Um, and we got a lot of news to go through today. A lot happening in the world, a lot happening in our country. But first, we'll start like we always do from the Bible. This comes out of Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20. It says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And uh, boy, ain't that the truth. And on this um, very sad day in our country, where voters in a supposedly Republican state have supposedly just voted overwhelmingly to completely remove all restrictions from the murder of unborn babies. I, I don't even know what to say. Talk about speak, calling uh, evil good and good evil. Uh, so uh, we'll get into the news in just a moment, folks. It's uh, obviously a, a sad day for our country with what's going on in the elections, what's going on all over the place. Uh, but before we get into the news, I do want to remind you, folks, that uh, you need to be prepared. Right? When things get bad, you don't want to be one of those people, depending on the government. You don't want to be one of those people having to go beg your neighbors to help you out in this bad situation. So there's a very simple way to at least get the basic minimum precautions taken care of. And that's go to preparewithsentinel.com. 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 And uh, folks, you see it. I see it. Right, The world is changing uh, very rapidly in many, many ways, in many uncomfortable ways, in fact. And if it's not a natural disaster, it's a political crisis or economic tsunami headed toward us. And nobody really knows what's next. But what we do know is these evildoers have told us over and over again they plan to use crisis after crisis after crisis to get us to fall in line. And so the bottom line is you need to be prepared for anything to happen at a moment's notice. And folks, this isn't a movie. You're not going to get a warning, you know, three days before things get bad. And if you did, all your neighbors would be at the grocery store with you clearing out the shelves. So the smartest thing you can do is to invest right now in emergency food and emergency preparedness products. Uh, all of this is through uh, My Patriot Supply. It's the country's largest and best known uh, emergency supplies company. And you can get huge discounts if you go to preparewithsentinel.com. That's preparewithsentinel.com, folks. As I'm speaking, they have huge discounts. They got uh, free shipping on the popular uh, three-month emergency food kit. Uh, huge, huge deal. And uh, you know what? I, I think you ought to have at least one of these for every member of your household. Right? At least one. Right? Uh, three months. May not sound like long, but it can be uh, quite a long time if you don't have the basics that you need. So get over to preparewithsentinel.com. Uh, we're going to have a very special guest joining us today, too. But before we do that, just a couple of the, the quickest news items here. So yesterday, uh, I'm sure you've seen the news by now, Ohio voters passed Issue 1. This is an amendment to the Constitution establishing a so-called individual right to an abortion. 
Uh, incredibly, 56% of voters voted in favor of this. At least that's what they're saying. That's uh, 2.186 million votes, uh, 43% against. And folks, I was just in Ohio over the weekend. I gave a speech to much of the state's political leadership, actually. Uh, the Secretary of State was there, and he gave a talk about how safe Ohio's voting systems were. We had the uh, state treasurer was there. The Speaker of the House was there. Senate Majority Whip was there. We had state senators, state representatives, uh, the county sheriffs. We had congressmen, uh, Republican leaders from the party. Uh, and I told them about the deep state. I told them about the, the Great Reset, how the indoctrination of children was leading us down this path of no return. Uh, and I emphasize that, folks, uh, we're in a, a real crisis, and only a return turn to God and morality can stop the decline that we're seeing. Reagan, you don't have the uh, the image that I asked you to show up there? All right, I'll take that as a no. Uh, now, there are uh, real concerns about the uh, voting itself, but we'll get into them after our guests. We've got a massive number of reports coming out of Pennsylvania about coding errors. We've got uh, massive reports, even New Jersey, right? Uh, multiple New Jersey Democrats were actually just charged with election fraud crimes involving mail-in ballots. Just last week, we had in Connecticut a judge overturned a, uh, a mayoral election in Bridgeport. So we'll get into all that uh, after our guest and after the break. So uh, our guest today is Ben Swan. He's an American TV news anchor. He's an investigative journalist, one of the best out there. He's a political commentator. And uh, his media platform, Truth in Media, recently released this uh, new series. It's called The Rest of the Story with Lara Logan. It's a 14-episode docu-series exposing what really happened on January 6th. If you haven't checked it out yet, I encourage you to do that. They're dropping a new episode each Thursday on their X account, formerly known as Twitter. It's uh, Truth in Media. Ben, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for, for joining us. Um, you know, I've, I've followed your work for a long time. Obviously, uh, I'm a big fan of what you are doing. But let's start with the January 6th. Thing. We've, we've got guys in there who have been in there for literally over a thousand days with no trial, with no idea what's going on. Uh, what's the real story here? Are these dangerous insurrectionists who are getting what they deserve? Yeah, thanks for having me on, Alex. Listen, you're absolutely right. I mean, we have people who literally have been sitting for over a thousand days, sitting in solitary confinement. It's absolutely maddening. Uh, but that is the kind of situation they find themselves in. We have the Department of Justice continuing to go out and arrest people who were there on January 6th. In some cases, people who went into the Capitol, and in some cases, people who never went into the Capitol. We see this continuing to happen across the country. And so one of the things we wanted to do um, in, in the process that we've been in with this particular series is to shed light on what really took place on January 6th, the lives, the thousands and thousands of lives that were destroyed as a result of uh, these ongoing prosecutions, as well as kind of the narrative behind it. There's a, there's a whole national narrative, as you well know, um, that tells the story of how these dangerous insurrectionists came in trying to overthrow the government, trying to overthrow democracy itself, um, trying to change the outcome of the election. And yet the vast majority of these people who have been arrested, the vast majority who have actually gone to trial are charged with trespassing. That's what they're actually charged with. They're not charged with insurrection. They're not charged with treason. They're not charged with trying to overthrow the government. And yet they're getting sentences in some cases up to five years in prison for trespassing. So um, we're trying to shed light on that as well as some of the, the truth behind what really happened on January 6th. Was there a federal involvement? I know this is a very touchy subject for a lot of people. They don't want to talk about it. They want to kind of avoid that issue to say, well, no, there's no way, right? Our government would never, never, never be involved in something like this. And yet what I'll tell you is that the numbers don't bear that out, not only in the story of January 6th, but in the last 20 years at least of anti-terrorism efforts by the FBI, 
in very few cases are those terrorists actual terrorists. In most cases, they're FBI informants who go out, they think of a crime, they recruit people to take part in it with them, they offer to bring the weapons, the bombs, the guns, whatever the case may be, and then the FBI swoops in at the last second and arrests a bunch of would-be terrorists, foiling a so-called terrorist plot that was actually dreamed up by an FBI informant. It's, it's not honest, and we're trying to shed light on that. Yeah, and you guys are doing an excellent job with that. Uh, ben, after all the research you guys have done, uh, and, and it's it's truly extraordinary what you guys are doing with this project, you and uh, Lara and uh, Allison and, and the rest of the team, you guys are doing great work. But what's your takeaway? I mean, what was the purpose of this? Who was involved? What's their game plan, I guess? What's the big picture with January 6th? So the big picture is essentially this. There were multiple things happening on that day. But the reality is that there was a, a strategy that was employed um, to get in there when they knew there was going to be a large crowd and to, I, I'm not going to tell you what my opinion is of it. I'll tell you what Ray Epps said it was. January 5th, the night before, Ray Epps told the people who were standing around, we're going to go into the Capitol. We have to go into the Capitol. And then last Thursday, we released for the first time ever video that no one has ever seen before. It's never been made public before of Ray Epps when he thought he was off camera telling uh, a, a blogger at the time, a guy by the name of Baked Alaska, that's the name he goes by, um, telling him the real plan here is to storm the Capitol. That's what he said. Those are not my words. That's not my belief. That's what Ray Epps told Baked Alaska on January 5th. The plan tomorrow is to storm the Capitol. Whose plan? Who was involved in that? And who is Ray Epps? And why was he the one guy that the January 6th committee seems to like? when they despise all Trump supporters, when they believe everyone who tried to enter the Capitol or even suggested others should enter the Capitol is a dangerous insurrectionist, except for that one man. Who was he? What's his story? And that's what we're trying to uncover. So the bottom line here is there is more to this story uh, than a lot of folks have been able to recognize. And there is more to what was attempted there because the words that Ray Epps used on January 5th, we're going to storm the Capitol, happen to be the exact same words, maybe it's just coincidence, that were used by every major news anchor in America when describing what happened on January 6th. The Capitol has been stormed. They stormed the Capitol. It's the exact same language, the exact same wording. He said it on January 5th. They were saying it on the 6th, the 7th, and the 8th. It's very, very troubling, Ben. Um, and, and I want to ask you also what you're doing with Truth and Media. But before we get to, uh, off of this subject... Um, what should be the proper response from America? I mean, what do we do here? Yeah, that House Republicans say they're going to do something. They say they're going to release the videos. We'll, we'll see if that happens. But what, what should my viewers be doing right now if they want to pursue justice, if they want to pursue truth on this issue? Well, one thing they need to do is, is first of all, you need to go to X and watch the videos, right? <laughs> it's mm -hmm. uh, truth underscore in media is where you'll find that handle on, on X. But the reason it's important is because I think Republicans especially, and independent voters who have looked at January 6th, and let's face it, establishment and, and, and Republican politicians even, most of them have been too afraid to even talk about it. Talk about a story that, that no one is really allowed to discuss or talk about at all without being demonized. And so they don't, they stay away from it. What I would say is your viewers should be looking at this and saying, I wanna be fully informed as to what actually happened. And then I wanna put pressure on my elected officials, especially so-called Republicans and so-called conservatives who claim that they're going to do right by these people who have been so egregiously wronged, who they, they claim that they're going to be transparent, as you said, and release all the video, and then they don't. There should be pressure on them to say, stop pretending that the narrative that has been shared is accurate. 
And there's a reason for that. Because if you continue to pretend that what happened on January 6th was an attempt to overthrow the government and that there was no involvement by federal agencies, if, if you want to pretend that that is the case, Alex, we're going to watch it happen all over again. It's going to happen again and again and again. Because if you don't expose the tactics and you don't expose the reality of what they did on January 6th, then we will live it again in 2024 and we will live it again in 2028 because they're going to make the same claims. You can't you can't question an election, no matter how egregious it is. We just saw what happened in, in Connecticut, I believe it was, where a judge overturned a race saying that the, the stuffing of those ballot boxes was so egregious and there was no question um, that, that there was fraud in this case. Is he an election denier? No, he's saying there's there's ample evidence that there was fraud here. There are, There is fraud in elections. And if you're not allowed to say that, the fraud will become more rampant and it will become more out of control. That's the reality. Look, the bottom line is you and I both know this. The job of a journalist is to expose the truth. It's not to carry water for those who are in power. And it's certainly not to carry water for a, a police state, an ever-growing police state, and to protect them so they can continue to run these kind of operations. Instead, it is our job to challenge the facts wherever they lead us. Not to take a position ahead of time, but to follow the facts. And I think that's what we do in this series. Yeah, and you do a very good job of it. Uh, ben, before we let you go, uh, I want to learn more about truth in media. Uh, you, you're not just a journalist, and you used to be with the, the mainstream media. In fact, I used to watch you sometimes on uh, the mainstream media, and you did a great job there as long as they let you have a little bit of space. But uh, you're, you're doing something bigger than just a series here. You're, you're trying to create a, a system, I guess, to get information out to the masses. Tell us a little bit about truth in media, what the plan is, and how do you bypass the kind of the Orwellian big tech censorship and the big media? Absolutely. I appreciate that. And I, I appreciate, uh, you know, you, you thinking back to those old days, right, when I was uh, doing a lot of reporting myself. And I'll, I'll be back in that, I, I hope, very soon. But what I've been doing for the last few years is saying, look, we have to create some systems by which to get, get content out. We have to be able to, I think, improve the quality of content that goes out, but also improve the delivery systems. And so one thing I spent a lot of time on in the last couple of years is kind of merging projects. We, we started Truth in Media with the idea of we got to be able to create great content. The problem is you can create the best content in the world and if no one can see it because they won't show it on, on uh, establishment media and you can't get it out through social media, what's the point? And so I spent the last couple of years building uh, platforms. We built a platform called Sovereign.media, which is focused on using blockchain uh, technology in order to be able to get content out to the public. So Truth in Media becomes the arm by which we are creating content. Sovereign Media becomes the, the uh, platform by which we are securing our content, protecting it, and making sure that it can get out uh, to the masses. Because even if at some point in the future, X decides they don't want this content anymore, guess what? They can't take it down from Sovereign because Sovereign is uh, censorship proof and it is built in a way that makes it, uh, I would say, more technologically advanced than any other social media platform in the world right now, because we are, again, built on blockchain technology. Well, I've been looking forward to this for a long time, Ben. I'm glad you're doing it. I'm thankful that you're doing it. Uh, what's the best way for people to, obviously on X, uh, Truth in Media, you guys can go find that right now and I encourage you to do that. But what's the best way to, to hook up with Sovereign and, and to keep uh, keep an eye on all the stuff you guys are doing? Absolutely. So go to Sovereign. It's S-O-V-R-E-N dot media. You can, you can get an account there. You can also follow Laura's uh, projects there. Obviously, all the videos are posted there. And then on X, you can follow me personally. It's Ben Swan, B-E-N-S-W-A-N-N underscore. And then truth underscore in media. You can follow all of our accounts there as well. Right now, listen, I just want, I want to say I, I'm glad that X is loosening up a lot of their controls uh, since Elon Musk has taken over. It's not totally there, 
Uh, we could have a whole discussion about that, but at least they're better than they were. And so I encourage people to go there and check it out, but also check out the platform where we're continuing to build. Excellent. Ben Swan, thank you very much for joining us today. Hopefully we'll talk to you again very soon. Thank you. All righty, folks. Uh, we're just about out of time for this segment, but stay with us. We'll be right back with a little bit more news. And folks, go do, do check it out. Truth in Media. It's on X. Uh, you'll want to watch these uh, this series that they've been doing on January 6th. It's very, very well done. Uh, Lara Logan, one of the top journalists in the country. Uh, once you're over at X, uh, you can follow us there, Liberty Sentinel and uh, Alex Newman underscore J-O-U. Follow Ben Swan. Uh, lots of great stuff there as Elon Musk loosens up the controls a little bit. But we always have to be thinking beyond that. So check out uh, Sovereign Media and also uh, go to my website, libertysentinel.org. You can sign up for our newsletter. Uh, all these are ways that we can work on bypassing the system. And of course, if you're not on Frank Social yet, you need to get there, franksocial.com. Uh, we are at 71,000 followers there and climbing. So get on over there. We're posting a lot of exclusive content. And uh, that way we can keep in touch without the big fascist corporate media and the big fascist tech companies deciding who we can see, what we can see, what we can read. Stay with us. We'll be right back after these quick messages. You're watching Lindell TV. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Dog whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited, and once they're gone, they're gone. Are you worried about spike proteins and how they may impact your health? Are you looking for help? The Wellness Company has an answer in the form of our clean, pure, all-natural spike formula developed by experts like Dr. Peter McCullough. The Wellness Company's spike formula includes the incredible natokinase, dandelion root, black sativa extract, green tea, and iris sea moss. Even better, the spike formula by The Wellness Company is vegan, gluten-free, and made right here in the U.S., so you know that you can trust and rely on it if you're concerned about spike proteins. Buying American-made, natural ingredients of this quality separately will cost you over $100. Our spike formula is only $65.99. Get Spike Formula today by going to TWC.health. Sentinel Report users use the code NEWMAN at checkout for an additional discount. Go to TWC.health, promo code NEWMAN, and get peace of mind if you are concerned about spike protein. Here's the news, Dad. Is it, son? Is it? What about this one, Dad? Nope. It's hard to tell what's real and what's fake these days. There's just too much baloney out there. At The New American, they cut through the baloney and give me the truth. Visit thenewamerican.com today. Use the promo code NEWMAN to get $10 off the price of a print subscription. 
Most churches are silent about today's intense culture wars, leaving Christians alone and ill-equipped to stand in the battleground of ideas raging against us. That's why GTI Ministries has created a special bundle of new teaching tools to keep your family, friends, and church from being taken captive by a world at war with our God. We have reformatted our popular You Are What You Think textbook series to synchronize with our Thinking Like a Christian video series, enabling anyone to easily lead others through this life-changing curriculum. Our special bundle also includes new instructor guides for assisting the leader moment by moment, and which also contain discussion questions with answer keys. Go to gtimin.com and click the green banner at the top to receive your special bundle containing all these resources for only $119 for the DVD format or $99 for the streamed or thumb drive style. Take a stand for family and faith. Go to gtimin.com and click the green banner at the top. You'll be blessed. Welcome back to the Senate Report. Alex Newman, your host here. Thank you so much for tuning in. And folks, get over to MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. Use that promo code Newman. Now is a great time to do some of your shopping there, folks. Uh, it's Christmas coming up, inflation out of control. You're going to need towels. You're going to need pillows. It's a great gift material for friends and family. And so MyPillow.com, you get incredible discounts when you use that promo code Newman, up to 50%, even 60% off some of these great products, mostly made right here in the United States of America. So uh, get over there, MyPillow.com com or mystore.com. They've got some great stuff, a 50% off a coffee subscription, some of the best coffee I've ever had. So uh, get over there, folks, and support this show and this network and get yourself some great stuff. Um, before we uh, spoke with our guests, we were talking about what was going on in Ohio, folks. I just saw Hillary Clinton posted this vile thing. She says, last night, reproductive freedom was on the ballot in Ohio, Kentucky, and Virginia. Whenever women enjoy having human rights and we vote. Thinking the irony, the twisted, demented sickness of this, right? That, that it's a human right to deprive another human being of his or her right to life. Truly unbelievable. Um, and I mentioned just this weekend, I was up in Ohio and I had an opportunity to speak to um, virtually, you know, the, the state's leadership. I mean, the governor didn't come, but we had, uh, you know, a lot of the legislative leadership. Speaker of the House was there. Uh, state treasurer was there. Uh, Reagan, if you have the, the image, please put it up. Um Nope. Uh, well, well, I wonder if we, huh? All right. Well, we, we seem to have some problem with the show notes, but, uh, anyways, uh, the, the, uh, coding errors that we saw in Pennsylvania folks were really, really bad. I mean, really, really bad. Um, they're now blaming the uh, election irregularities that they saw in Pennsylvania on alleged coding errors. And if there are coding errors that are switching votes from Republicans to Democrats, what does that say about the code? And can we trust the future of our country and the future of our states to the code? Uh, the Associated Press actually reported, and I'm quoting here from their article, a coding error in eastern Pennsylvania caused votes to be flipped on a ballot question that asked whether a pair of incumbent state appeals judges should be retained. Uh, over in New Jersey, I mentioned this briefly, multiple New Jersey Democrats have just been charged with election fraud crimes involving mail-in ballots. Uh, Paterson City Council President Alex Mendez indicted for crimes during the 2020 election. Apparently, he supervised an operation that stole mail-in ballots from mailboxes, replaced the ones that were against him, and then put the new ones, the fraudulent ones, in there. So here you see the guy, uh, Mayor uh, uh, Mendez, with the Clintons. With uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey, what's her name? Uh, I forget that lady's name. Uh, she looks kind of familiar. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg is her name, right? Uh, Cory Booker. Now, uh, I thought mail-in ballots were supposed to be safe and secure. Something really fishy is going on here, folks. And uh, also, Oversight Committee in the House just subpoenaed the Biden family and 
their key associates to defend their so-called foreign business dealings. That's fascinating. Now, I just wrote an article for the Newman Report over at Freedom Project Media. California, folks, is collecting billions of data points on children in the state as part of a cradle-to-career system. Uh, state of California, they said in a press release, they're making rapid progress on this new statewide database. They say they already have over a billion data points on children. You divide over a billion by six million children, and you realize they've got over 165 data points on every single child there. And they say they're going to get billions more. They're going to use this, they say, to transform education, improve career outcomes. Uh, truly incredible, folks. They're, here's where they're getting this data from. Government schools, social services, healthcare records, workforce agencies, and much more. And where all this is going, folks, the U.S. Department of Education told us in 2012, they put out an issue brief called Enhancing Teaching and Learning Through Educational Data Mining and Learning Analytics. And what they said is they're going to use all this data, feed it through the algorithms and the AI to, and I'm quoting, predict the future behaviors and interests of these children. So Daily Wilder just broke a story saying that a school district in California's Bay Area is launching an initiative to train over 100 critical race theory activists. This plan could cost uh, over $100,000, folks. This is the Martinez Unified School District um, inland from Berkeley, California. And just what we need is hundreds more brainwashed zombies promoting racism. Now, uh, the House just advanced a bill to reduce Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg's salary to $1. Uh, the sponsor, Marjorie Taylor Greene, says that's still too much, but hey, it's a start. Uh, over in the UK, the government is now arresting people who make negative comments about Hamas. <laughs> you have to see it to believe it. Check it out. No! You do not attend any events involved with, involved with Palestine, okay? The reasons why we did this is on the 17th of the 10th of 2023, on Bethel Green Road at 10 of 4, you, you witnessed us saying, obviously, people, why, why are they over here, etc., we let them into our country, etc. So, thank you! Okay. Yeah, okay. So, thank you! Take on the television! Take him! Disgusting! You're just disgusting! Absolutely! I'm a stage four cancer patient, and I need to be here. Make a scene. The shoes is make the scene. You're arresting him because he said something. It's right. But Hamas, a terrorist organisation. You haven't been round the block. Don't know what you're talking about, John. Have a close Did you hear that? What? All those Palestinian flags in Bethnal Green Road and disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Why didn't you stop John? Why didn't he yeah, so that's going on in the UK. Down in Brazil, things are so bad. Actually, I, I was uh, supposed to interview a Brazilian member of Congress, a member of the Brazilian Congress. And I uh, just got a note from him last week. He says, uh, in the current climate of persecution, these are his words, he's concerned that he might be prosecuted for speaking out internationally. And so he kindly asked if we could po push this back to next year. Folks, this is what's happening in Brazil right now. They use the same tactic, the January 6th false flag style attack to create this climate of persecution where anybody now who goes against the regime is going to be prosecuted or threatened. Now, over in uh, Canada... Justin Trudeau is mad that the province of Alberta wants to control the pension plans of its own citizens. Check it out. 
The Prime Minister is calling Daniel Smith's idea for a provincial pension plan one that will create volatility across the country. And some say the move plays into the Premier's hand. Now Sanger reports. Justin Trudeau has waded into Alberta pension plan politics with an open letter to Alberta's Premier. I thought that the tone that the Prime Minister took in his letter was inappropriate. The Prime Minister says the Canada pension plan model works, adding Alberta's withdrawal would weaken the pensions of millions of seniors and hardworking people in Alberta and right across the country. The harm it would cause is undeniable. The, the Prime Minister would be far more constructive right, if can, he responded. All right, folks, uh, there's a lot more international news where that came from. We'll try to tackle it on Friday because a lot going on in the world that you're not going to hear about from the fake media here. You need to know. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, our country is in crisis. If the election of this week didn't show you that, I don't know what will. So it's time to get on our knees and pray. It's time to get active and involved. We cannot continue to allow this to happen without at least doing something. I'm Alex Newman. This is the Sentinel Report. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, God bless you all.